0: This is Ethan Hunt. They're dead. Wait, who's
1: dead? My team. My team is dead! Jesus. Galitzen's gone. They knew we were coming, man. They knew we were coming, and the disc is gone.
0: Are you intact? The disc is gone. Did you, do you read me? The list is in the open!
1: And here we go. It's becoming. Come book bullies with Nerdist the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with another episode. And one thing we are not going to do, hopefully, is talk about Halloween. Which <laughs> every well, other podcast you will. <laughs> 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 but we're going to try to avoid Halloween as much as possible. I know that's what every other podcast is doing because it's November now. Yeah. Once November hits, that's it. We're talking about Christmas the rest of the way.
2: I'm going through a horror with Halloween
1: withdrawals. You got to let it go. You, <laughs> like, you got to let it go. You had to get it all out of your system on the 31st. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, that's it. Now, one thing I did want to talk about. Uh, now, we're a little bit late doing our podcast. We're going to do it, And I'm I'm going to take full responsibility for that, full credit. And the reason I'm going to take full credit for that. and I'm, I, I'm not going to take full credit for it. I'm going to blame daylight saving time.
2: Really? You, you had an extra hour
1: i know okay here's the thing i had an extra hour right so we got up did everything i didn't sleep in i used the extra hour to do stuff all
0: right
1: so by the time it was time for our normal ready you know podcast recording i was you know reading comics and prep and stuff like that and the normal time where we normally record that extra hour that we used to record is the extra hour that i used to go to sleep so i started to fade out i'm like uh oh i'm not gonna make it
2: <laughs> hey, you, your beauty rest
1: I needed it, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've I, I realized I to go back. I'm, I'm tapping. I'm not like, Eli, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I'm, f- I'm fading away. <laughs> so that's why we decided to go ahead and do it the day when I was refreshed and ready to do it. Because I, I honestly, I felt like if we did it yesterday, I would have sleptwalked through the whole thing. And I, I like to be fresh for everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: so that's my thing. One Now, there is one thing I want to mention on Halloween. Even though it's November and Halloween has passed. But it's one thing I do love about Halloween. And that is Instagram because all the hottest of the hottest chicks will wear the sluttiest outfits wearing your favorite superheroes. Even though yeah, they don't know. Yeah, that's that's why I just like it. So I, the day after I'm sitting here looking at Instagram like, oh, oh, wow. Uh, Lala Anthony, who I follow on Instagram, she was wearing a silver sable outfit. Never looked at silver sable like that. Like, oh, wow. You know, uh, one I did want to mention was Brie Larson okay yeah dressed up as a uh, zero suit samus for for those who know who zero suit samus is uh that's if you played metroid you know the main character in the game name is samus and every at the big shock at the end of the game was samus was a woman you know but never ever since then they found this woman then she's been all like this sexy you know video game cosplay and they show her, like this tight outfit you know and that's what brie larson wearing and to be honest with you guys like, the first time i ever looked at brie larson like oh okay <laughs> Like Captain Marvel, she looks kind of unisex, you know?
2: <laughs> I take it you haven't seen Scott Pilgrim then?
1: <laughs> I, I've been so long since I've seen it. It's it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's been a while since I've seen it. I saw it one time. And here's the thing. I, there's been a lot of movies Brie Larson have been in, but I don't remember her being in it. Like, yeah. okay, like you just said Scott Pilgrim. I don't remember who she is in it, but I'm pretty sure she's in it. They said she was in Community. I don't remember her from community. I've seen every single. Oh, that episode that's of.
2: right. That's right. She was. She was, uh, uh, um, Abed's girlfriend. Right. Coachette girl. Right. Yeah, I, and I, I remember I forgot, him I, having
1: a girlfriend. I totally forgot about her. And that. forgot yes. completely about it. Like, yeah. okay, I don't know who you are, you know. Uh, yeah. what else? The other thing 21 Jump Street. Oh, that's right. The first one. She the was. The first one. She was in that. Completely forgot she was in it. Yeah. And she was the main bad guy. Spoiler,
2: or the girlfriend of the main. The girlfriend main of or
1: whatever. So I'm like, what the hell? So she's been in all this stuff, and I've never seen it. I don't remember her from anything. You know.
2: Well, she'll always be Envy Adams to me from Scott. I love that movie, Scott. Even okay. though, even though it gave rise to hipster culture, and especially in Minneapolis, which was like the hipster culture. You're you know, gonna blame the Scott hipster Gilbert capital. For that really yeah. <laughs> that well that, that that movie legitimized it <laughs> you know what i mean it was already happening in on my nerves here in minneapolis and then that movie like gave them an excuse to be, be them even more like
1: <laughs> to be <I'm>, more annoying <laughs> i'm i'm telling you now you guys have nothing on seattle <laughs> so you think it's bad it can get worse uh,
2: oh but- i mean we we had the capital for a while and then i've heard it everybody moved to portland and <laughs> uh, yeah i heard seattle's too damn expensive now that's why they have to move to somewhere
1: else <laughs> yeah, basically so they can complain and be depressed somewhere else so they, they go to seattle where it complete where it rains you know 24 hours a day you know uh well here's the thing it was a, one more thing and i was going to actually say this later on when Katherine moore actually came out it was one thing about brie larson that i never realized about her okay she's a former pop star Oh, really? I yes. didn't know that. She, yeah, like uh, Avril Lavigne and whatever the fuck. She was one, that's how she got started. Oh,
2: I, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, there's like a bunch of music videos with her in it doing the thing or whatever. You know, she doing the pop star shit, the, like the early 2000 Katy Perry shit. That was where she got started. And then eventually she moved on to acting and do all the other bullshit.
2: Okay, well, that explains Scott Pilgrim then.
1: Okay, okay. I, she, I guess. She was,
2: sing, she was saying and you know and Scott Pilgrim
1: so I get like I said I have no idea who you're talking about in there but maybe she was in it I don't know who so uh but yeah like I said zero Suzanne was the first time I looked at Brie Larson like yeah okay you know <laughs> so pretty cool uh but then of course IGN caught wind of the Instagram post and just ran with her because I think on Twitter somebody said you should play her in the movie and She like yeah you're right and it's just. Brie Larson wants to play in the Metroid movie, direct, and star, and produce. I'm like, wait, she didn't say all that. (laughs) Clickbait, motherfucker. So, yeah, Yeah. that's all it is. So uh, Yeah, other than that, like I said, Halloween's gone. Eli, I know you're in withdrawal. I'm out of it. I'm ready for Christmas now. Yeah. I'm not even ready for Thanksgiving. Let's let's bypass Thanksgiving and go right to Black Friday with their sales.
2: Yeah, or Cyber Monday. Or Cyber...
1: I forgot. (laughs) I'm I'm old. I remember Black Friday. Nobody goes out and Like, remember the old Black Friday where, you know, you go to Walmart and you see people punching each other for for a PlayStation? So, supposedly, those days are done now. Now, we can use Cyber Monday and sit at home in our underwear and just order stuff and just have it delivered to us.
2: Yeah. I'll still go wander out to the stores just to check, like, You just want to punch somebody,
1: Eli. That's (laughs) all.
2: I got my TV and PlayStation. (laughs) You might need another one. (laughs) So, I put in the bathroom.
1: Right. (laughs) Oh, shit. Now, I hate to segue to it, Eli, but I know you had some sad news for us.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Sad yeah. news for, yes, for uh, martial arts movies fans. Raymond Chow passed away, founder of Golden Harvest Studios. The guy, the he basically discovered Bruce Lee, produced every Bruce Lee movie. Um, also gave Jackie Chan his start in movies. Nice. Uh, okay. Jet Li, you know the Once Upon a Time in China movies were uh, Golden Harvest Studios. Donnie Yen, Sammo Hung, many classic kung fu movies uh, produced. He also produced the Ninja Turtle movies, the night back in the nineties.
1: Oh, the good one.
2: Yeah, the good, but all three of them. That, that all first three of them
1: were not good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, the first one is debatable as well, but <laughs> but yeah, he produced it, and um, yeah, he, he he's uh he started out working for the Shaw Brothers and for. That, that's what I'm gonna know, ask: Does
1: he have anything to do with the Shaw Brothers?
2: He he started out working for them, and then broke away. And said, you know what? I want to we, we should we I want to put some production value into uh, kung fu movies because Shaw Brothers were just cranking out. Shaw Brothers were like the military. I mean, they everybody lived on the studio lot. Like they all, like the cast, the crew, directors. They they lived on the studios like barracks, and that's what they did all year. You can't, yeah, you
1: can't do that with these with yeah. these actors now. So
2: yeah, that, well and actually, they, just, they
1: are trying to do that with the Joker movie. They said they held them hostage for three hours, but that's that's beside the point. So
2: yeah, and they were just Shaw Brothers would just crank out hundreds and hundreds of movies. Um, and some of them, yeah, there's. Hey, Shaw Brothers have their own classics, you know, Five Deadly Venoms, Thirty Six Chambers, Dirty Ho, Kid with the Golden Arm, all that good shit. Um, but they were done very cheaply, very. They, they were like a, a conveyor belt, you know, just cranking them out. Uh, and and Raymond Chow was like, you know, I wanna, I want to put some more money and production value into these movies, and then he's that's how he founded uh, Golden Harvest and did Bruce Lee um also because of bruce lee brought kung fu to america right you know? um so so yeah he and throughout the till like the 2000s he was still active and how old was he when he passed away he was like in his
1: 90s damn okay he was,
2: was up there um yeah here's the article raymond chow passes away
1: and so yeah i mean that, that puts some sp- perspective in it i mean the name not familiar with me but i mean the impact he made is undeniable yeah you know
2: I mean I, I was yeah, ninety one. Ninety one. So he he that was a haul for him,
1: you know. He lived a life, got a lot of a lot of stuff accomplished while he was here. So yeah, rest in priest to Raymond Chow. Yep. Uh that being said, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Yep. Okay, cool. So like I said, we were talking about the box office numbers and give it to me, Eli, what we got?
2: Was it the Queen movie?
1: It was the Queen movie. Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was uh the fifty 51- one million for the first week which is actually pretty damn good for you know i mean i'm pretty sure the budget wasn't like a mcu budget you know so for them they probably already made their money back <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah that's bad I, i'd like to see, i i'm actually i want to see it i just haven't got a chance to i'm do. surprised you haven't seen it yet
2: no i i i want to i mean okay. if i had a chance to i would have you know i i was actually thinking about going today but i had too much shit to do
1: okay <laughs> let, 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 let me back this up a little bit because i like i say i know death metal is your wheelhouse so yeah. where does Queen rank, you know, as far as like your your fandom? You know,
2: I can't say I'm a huge fan of mm-hmm. Queen, but when I hear a, a Queen song on the radio, I'll, you know, I'll I won't turn the station, you know. OK, OK. <laughs> so you're
1: not you know? like a, like a fanatic or anything like that. No, I no mean, I'm,
2: I'm old enough to remember the song Bohemian Rhapsody on the radio when I was a little kid. Oh, well. when it got big. yeah, I remember it being big when I was a little kid. and I was remember it being there was a resurgence when Wayne's world
1: came out. That's what gonna say. that's the first time I heard the song.
2: yeah, so that's it fine. was so for me, I when it popped up in Wayne's world, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, do you know my second favorite flash? um uh, fuck, I just said it. You Shit. just said Flash Gordon? I, said, I was Flash. trying to build up suspension, but I just... Yeah. <laughs> you are the universe. You know, yeah. but they did the entire sound. Here's the thing. That Flash Gordon movie is trash. Garbage. <laughs> I don't care what anybody say. It's not a classic. It is not a cult classic. No, the movie sucks. But that Queen soundtrack was awesome. I could just watch the movie just for the Queen soundtrack and the, and, and that alone. So I'm like, yeah, that part
2: of They also did the soundtrack for Highlander. Did they? The first
1: Highlander, yeah. Here we are. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now. Now. Okay. Now you bring it back. The
0: princes of the universe.
1: Damn it. Now I gotta go watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: they got. They did some shit, man.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That. That's pretty awesome. Okay. The funny thing about Flash Gordon. Now, let me back this up because, like I said, they're doing a Flash Gordon. Uh, they're remaking Flash Gordon. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because Flash Gordon back in the eighties was only made because of the star wars you know buzz or promotion or you know blockbuster yeah. success but star wars george lucas said was inspired by flash gordon yeah and so it's just like it just came full circle so i always thought it was kind of funny so uh hopefully the new movie will you know take inspirations from star wars you know then you know go with, oh with,
2: with oh flash flash gordon not the queen movie
1: <laughs> yeah not the queen <laughs> movie or they could too you know <laughs> Have sex with your sister. I don't know what they did in, in that movie. So. <laughs> uh, number two is the Nutcracker and the Four Realms.
2: Oh, really? That's out already.
1: It's out already. I have. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, so never... they are
2: trying to. They are trying to shove Christmas in our right, face. Right. They're they?
1: waiting. They're wasting, they we can't wait any time. And December is going to be so packed. Yeah. Oh, that's Star- right. Shum- Aquaman. And... Aquaman. Uh, I, I do want to say this. James Wan just uh, posted on Twitter the other day. Aquaman has wrapped. It's done. Oh, well, it's I, a- I would, I would imagine I, they better. <laughs> just, Lee, they just leave with like the the midnight <laughs> before the release. <laughs> like, let's do one more thing. No, 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 we're not done. We're not done. You know, but so it's, that it's just saying Aquaman wrapped in the can, done special effects, everything is finished. So they're just gonna start doing rollout promotion, everything like that, thinking everything. So that's that's I was not expecting to be done that early, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm gonna make a prediction, Eli. Yeah. Avengers four. I'm going to put my stamp on it right now. I'm going to say with no, you know, with no uh, inside information or no hesitation, I'm thinking, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to guarantee they're going to drop a trailer this month.
2: Oh, Avengers 4?
1: Avengers 4. Trailer, oh. teaser, something. Something's going to happen this month.
2: I Yeah, I would probably imagine. Well, they, they always try to steal DC's thunder, so.
1: Right. <laughs> right, right,
2: like, yeah, right before aquaman comes out they're gonna drop the trailer
1: <laughs> right uh, and nobody goes well they already screwing with dc already because uh they they made deadpool they got deadpool coming out the same day
2: oh okay
1: yeah uh and what i was gonna say that x-men movie x-men uh rise of the phoenix or whatever the fuck Dark yeah, phoenix that shit uh, supposedly that movie is gonna be released under disney so that's gonna oh. be the, like the first x-men disney movie so. oh okay yeah uh what do we have number three nobody's fool okay uh for those that don't know uh, nobody's fool is a tyler perry movie oh yeah okay. it's a tyler perry movie started i, I,
2: did, not, I did not know that
1: <laughs> i didn't know it either this thing i actually saw the movie did you <laughs> yeah i saw the movie i you know i was dragged kicking and screaming no guy goes on his own wheel to go see a tyler perry movie <laughs> so yes you get dragged kicking screaming uh, Tiffany Haddish been there. I, I thought she was funny. It was whatever. It was, it was, it was rated R. I wasn't expecting the Tyler Perry movie to be rated R. That kind of caught me off guard. So
2: Is, is this, the, is that, this the Kevin Hart one,
1: is it? No, no, no. That's another movie. So Kevin Hart is nowhere in this one. So this is just Tyler Perry. Now, I hate to have to do this segue. I know you had a, a, a something to say about Tyler Perry.
2: Oh, well, this just popped up on my news feed. Apparently, he dressed up as Medea and went to a powwow. Um, oh, wow. some, there's some video, uh, you know, popping up on the internet there. Um, yeah, he, he she, whatever went to, I want to, you know, misgender anybody. <laughs> Medea was right. at a powwow dancing at a powwow. Um, I don't know if it's a movie they're doing or what, but, uh, it, it 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 was kind of funny. I kind of laughed for some okay. reason. That, she that's pulled out. Gonna a... Be
1: like, like, what's the protocol on that? You know.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was funny. It seemed like a joke. Um, for some reason, she pulled out a gun. I don't know why.
1: That's that's <laughs> Medea. He, her, their thing. I don't know.
2: Um, it, everybody at the powwow seemed to think it was funny. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if she, if, if they're if Medea Medea goes to a powwow the next movie. I don't, Midia, I don't Midia, know. Mania goes to the res or whatever the I, fuck. I
1: don't know
2: <laughs> about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know either.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. We'll, we'll just see how that goes. Maybe it was just a thing, but yeah. From what I've been hearing, Tyler has also been in the news about uh, Medea, who we just talked about, saying he's going to retire the character. Oh, well, well, will she go to the res and get killed or something? I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the I mean, powwow and got jumped and shit. Oh, fitting in. Hey, Eli, if that happens, we have to go to that movie and do a full <laughs> podcast episode <laughs> on that one. It'll be something both of us would want to see. <laughs> How many times sh- did Dia get shot? You know. <laughs> and so, and yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm sick of the Madea character. I really am. Honestly, I find the Madea character offensive. That's just me. First yeah, I,
2: I only i i was for again I, I it wasn't because i wanted to because yeah. someone put it on i had to i was one of the halloween movies
1: well it's it's on i think it's on amazon prime
2: yeah i was i was in the room and it was on and everyone was watching it and i don't know why i didn't leave the room <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> i don't know Man, the, here's the thing about Madea. the reason i find them offensive because i love my Madea. So when I see a Madea making uh, this funny, you know, character of uh, uh, somebody I love in my life, I'm like, no, dude, that's not something you make fun of. You know, just just leave that alone. And plus, and Dave Chappelle also brought this up also. It's like comedians wearing dresses, and it happens too many times with black comedians. hate to go there, but I got to go there. Too many times with black comedians, they feel like the easy way to get famous or to make money is to put a dress on. You know, and most of the time it's not even their idea. Most of the time it's some kind of other producer or some kind of showrunner saying, "Hey, put this dress on." You know, people laugh at you, and it's trickled down so much because Tyler Perry is like half a billionaire right now. You have a whole bunch of these Instagram comedians thinking they can get famous too by just sitting around wearing dresses and stuff. You know, not even funny, just wearing dresses, thinking like, "No, we we're we're past that." Yes, every comedian in the '90s did that. Eddie Murphy wore dresses left and right. Jamie Foxx and whatever, but. We need to get past that. So when Medea is gone, no, I won't shed a tear, you know. Hopefully she will get shot in the res, you know. What's that movie, Wind River? They make her run six miles?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> in the snow, barefoot. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> oh, moving past that. Uh number four, a star is born. Uh number five, Halloween, still cranking it out there. Uh number six, Venom. Let's see where Venom is right now. Venom. Yeah. Number just six so, is Venom. That's why so I can get triggered. Where let's see. Okay. Worldwide venom currently is five forty three. Okay. I can I can deal with five forty three. If close around five forty three, I'm fine. Eight hundred, I'm gonna get pissed. <laughs> they will feel my wrath. Uh number seven, small foot. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but it's been there forever. Number eight <laughs> Goose, Yeah, Goosebumps two, Haunted House. And number nine, Hunter Killer, and number ten, The Hate You Give. Uh Eli, why don't you tell me about this movie? It's supposed to be coming out next week called Overlord. I, dad, we've been talking about it on Geek Savs since, like, fucking Comic-Con. Okay, you never mentioned it on here. <laughs> I have no idea. I just, when I went to see the, the Madea or Tiffany Haddish movie, then it had a trailer that, and I, was, I saw, like, oh, guess yeah, a Nazi zombie movie?
2: Yeah. yeah where have I been? Yeah, it looks dope. We've been, I've been, we've been talking about it for a while. <laughs> but you know yeah. what
1: really caught my attention?
2: What's that? Fitz is in the movie. Who? fits Fitz. Fitz. Really? Oh, really? Oh, shit! I can. I remember what he even looks like.
1: White, white guy, right? He's white, right? You know the nerdy dude or whatever. But yeah, I saw him, and I like that. Actually, got me more excited. than think I like. Okay, Bitch is in a movie. Because honestly, on that show, no matter what you think about that show, he is by far and away the best actor on that show. So if if that actor you know gets famous, you know, or noticed because of that show, hey, I'm I'm for him. I'm rooting for him. Uh, we'll see what happens from that uh yeah that's it for that what else we got on tap can we talk about talk about netflix i guess yeah okay uh i don't know what to talk about netflix so i guess we talk about daredevil so how far have you made it on daredevil so far
2: um seven episodes in
1: okay you're seven i'm eight i know most of you have already seen this uh seen the entire season maybe twice you know probably the first weekend but hey we got shit to do so we just can't sit there and just watch Daredevil all day long. Uh, Eli, what what do you think about it so far? Like I said, we had a different opinion, you know, a couple weeks ago when we saw it. But what, what, do you, what do you think about it now? I think it's cool. I think so too. I, yeah. I think, yeah. I, honestly, I think it's the best Marvel Netflix show like they put out. Period. In my opinion,
2: that that episode was it four with the prison riot holy shit the prison shit. riot
1: yes i was like whoa and they they said they really did that in one take you know where they were. yeah one
2: i was looking at that i was like is this all in one take and then i and it kept going on i'm like have they cut yet is yeah. this still the same take like i had to go back and watch it again yeah it, it's all in one take and like i i think i started pinpointing where the where they would switch body doubles now i was like okay they just turn the corner. You don't see the bot. You don't see Daredevil in that shot, and then you see him, but it's from the back. And then they cut back to the guy getting thrown this way, and then they cut back, and it's uh, Charlie Cox again. So it's like they did some wicked choreography to to, to get this shot. I that don't know. They,
1: the director said it was one shot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he one said shot. It. So. Yeah, so, so it, it's insane the way they did that. I, that's what I'm. why I was asking you earlier, like, how do they have better fight scenes than Iron Fist?
2: No shit, because that looks like some Children of Men crap. They were that just went on. I don't know if you ever seen Children of Men, that one long continuous take of gun sh- fights and that shit. It's one of the best shots ever.
1: <laughs> I Haven't seen it. I heard they say it's a lot of comparisons to Old Boy. You know.
2: Oh yeah. Well yeah yeah. As far as, like, the fight scene, the hallway fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, the long take, yeah, Children of Men has one of the craziest shots ever put to film. It's just following – what's that guy's name? Uh, Clive Owen through this, like, fucked up uh, war zone. <laughs> and the camera just follows them where people are getting mowed down by fucking gunfire and blown up by tanks and then into a building and out of a building. And it's just – one continuous take, and basically, if they fucked up a shot, everybody had to go home for the day. Oh
0: wow! <laughs> so that's, that's so cool. had, okay. yeah,
2: so they, and they had to reset up everything and shit. Jeez. And I'm, I'm sure that's what they had to do with this, with this scene. You know, if they fucked up, they had, everybody had to go back because there was like
1: fire. I mean, it was a riot. It was a prison riot. Motherfuckers right. were throwing flames and shit and gunfights. And, and I think the whole, I don't think like a single cut through the entire. Thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah it just kept going yeah it was pretty fucking sweet <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like this is actually some some filmmaking whoever shot this yeah like, not that normal bullshit that netflix just do which just feel like you know just like regular youtube channels like that like whoever did this like needs to make a real movie and, yeah, and, that, and that's that the thing like the De- all the daredevil uh series seasons feel like feel, they feel more cinematic than the other other shows like the other shows just feel like tv shows yeah, you know, something easy you can see on the CW or something like that. But Daredevil feels like it does, you know, step his game up a little. So, mm-hmm. man, it's it's just awesome. Acting is acting is awesome.
2: Uh, Fucking Kingpin, holy shit,
1: Kingpin. Kingpin. He's, he's better now than he was. See, I, I didn't even like him in the first season. Everybody loved him in the first season, saying he was awesome. I thought he was like a little whiny, big ass baby. You know, <laughs> you know, always smashing people's heads in whenever he you knows things go away. This one, he's like calm, collected. You know, methodical you know got the
2: white got that white suit got now. the white <laughs> suit
1: right it feels like like this is the kingpin. yeah you know this is what you expect you know so he's manipulating everybody bullseye bull, Like I'm, I'm still not there where bullseye is like bullseye but what they've done with him so far i'm like okay this guy's awesome whoever they got to play him yeah you know and i can't wait that he like become bullseye bullseye you know so, but so far it's just awesome. And then Daredevil, just the stuff they're doing, like he's using his superpowers from the comic. Have you made it to the part where he cracks the safe and stuff? Ah, the safe. Who, Bullseye? No, Daredevil.
2: Crack the safe? I don't think so.
1: Okay, okay. it's it's not like a huge spoiler or anything like that. Anyway, he cracks safe, but it's exactly like he did in the in the Frank Miller comics. You know where he had the superpower that you know he had a super that he could just. Crack a safe just by listening to the clicks okay. like really hard. Wait, didn't didn't Ben Affleck do that? I don't remember shit. I don't remember that. Movie. I think Ben Affleck did that too, and that's the problem because whenever I tell Google to turn to Netflix, I mean turn to Daredevil, it always plays the shitty Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to specifically say watch Daredevil on Netflix. Otherwise, I'm watching Ben Affleck again. So yeah. So awesome show! I'm hopefully by next week we'll have it all finished up. We can do like a complete review and just go back on what we think about it. But well,
2: 13 up, we'll only thirteen
1: Apple only thirteen thirteen. Yeah, that's that's a lot. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're pacing ourselves. You know, and honestly, I think that's how a lot of these shows need to be watched. They don't need to be watching thirteen hours straight because I feel like you you lose a lot. You know, you need to let some of this stuff soak in.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, damn, this might be it. You know, this might be the last of it. So I'm kind of like trying to ration it out
1: you know? right because i mean because <laughs> i don't know if you guys have been keeping up on twitter but they've been like uh collecting data on what they think you know these shows have been performing and they're seeing a drop off on daredevil season three also just like the other netflix shows that people aren't watching they're saying the same things happen in daredevil also yeah
2: which is sad
1: because yeah i'm like this yeah. is actually good but i think daredevil is suffering because of the other shows
2: yeah yeah it's sad that that, that people are thinking oh it's gonna be the defenders or whatever. Right. Fist.
1: And it's like,
2: no, this
1: is dope <laughs> right and that's that that's i think it, it affected us too because if we knew it was going to be this good we probably would have watched it you know in in yeah. one sitting but now i'm just like you know i just take my time i i didn't even i didn't even watch it until like what like a, a week after like when i watched the first episode because i was just like i don't know if i even want to invest my time with the way these shows have been going so far you know
2: yeah i, I gotta admit that i i barely cared <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> and that's the thing and then yeah. like i said i was judging you know social media stuff like that and nobody cared you know nobody cared yeah. daredevil season three was out but yeah so i'm telling you guys now if you haven't seen daredevil season three because you don't care and there's you know too much investing in it i promise you go see it we've i'm only at episode eight right now but i'm saying if the, as long as the season doesn't have like a big drop off which i i have no reason to believe it's going to do that because everything has been ramping up since then yeah I mean
2: it, it's pretty fast paced and, and yeah, like I said, by the fourth episode I was like, Holy shit.
1: I haven't ran into a filler episode yet. Yeah. Everything we I've seen so far means something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 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 really good and it's sad that, you know, all these other shows kinda tainted it. So
1: Yeah. We only want a Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> basically. Basically. <laughs> and that that said, that being said like i said we want to go to the rival company that is coming up down the road and that's going to be uh marvel whatever their disney streaming service is going to be and they've announced some shows also uh they've announced uh winter soldier and falcon are teaming up they're going to okay. do like a buddy cop show or something uh, scarlet witch are getting their own show i think scarlet witch and loki are getting on show are they getting two separate shows they're gonna be combined together or something i don't okay. know and Vision will be in the Scarlet Witch show also. So oh, basically, basically what they are doing.
2: get married and shit, it'll be like right, that comic run where they're Man, married. I would
1: love that, man. They go on a road trip <laughs> and a honeymoon and stuff, you know. <laughs> Magneto shows up and <laughs> destroys Vision. <laughs> that's not my <laughs> son-in-law. <laughs> but yeah, but that's where they're going with it. And the, and the thing about this is that Kevin Feige is spe- uh, specifically uh, producing these shows himself. This is not Jeff Loeb or... Mike Pearl Butter, or I think I fucked his name, or whatever. And that's why people are confused, like, well, are they connected? Are they? Connected? That's why they not, haven't been connected. Because Kevin Feige, like, Agents of Shield and Netflix and Runaway, stuff like that, he has no involvement on in those shows. He doesn't even watch those shows. He probably not even know all those shows are even out. All he knows is just the movies, and that's all he cares about, and that's what he's trying to get connected. He doesn't care what these other folks do. And Jeff Lowe, who actually runs, like, everything else, like TV shows, he doesn't care what Kevin Feige do. They're kind of at war with each other, kind of like a Cold War. So that's why these shows and stuff haven't been connected. You know the funny thing about it, Eli? Uh, today is supposed to be the day that he was supposed to be released in the theaters. Okay. Like, you know, that that slate that they had, like all the movies they had before it was taken off? It's supposed to be okay. November 2018. But that, the moment Kevin Feige got into power, he like, like, right, cut that shit, get rid of it. So. So if the other guy was still in, in charge, yeah, we'd have a Vin Diesel led in humans movie. That, and it'd probably be their first flop. And so, but yeah, that's what they're going. So they're producing these movies. And the reason they say they're doing it because they feel like that nobody's gonna see a Falcon movie, you know. But if you put it on a streaming service, and just stretch it out. And they're not gonna do like thirteen episodes or like five seasons or anything like that. It's probably gonna be like about four or five, you know, episodes or something. You know, get in, get out. They think people will watch that. You know, I wouldn't. I would, especially put like an actual budget because that's nothing about the Netflix shows. They don't have a budget. I yeah. can just feel like they just film just just anywhere, you know. And so that's my thing about that. So will I get it? Probably not. I don't know. I, I I'd have to wait to see if I'm excited about it. You know. Uh, yeah. But that being said, I'll talk about the other streaming service that nobody else seems to have except me, the DC Universe service. And I'm just gonna briefly talk about Titans. Hold on just a second. Cool, I'm back. So, we're going to briefly talk about Titans. And honestly, Eli, we're in the fourth episode right now, right? I'm really liking this show. Okay. The show has gotten a lot better with it. The last episode, uh, the Doom Patrol showed up. Okay. Yeah, the Doom Patrol showed up. And the thing is, like, this show, you know, they take their liberties. With the For the most part, they're... They uh, it's pretty close if you really think about it. life and it's like beast boy originally came from the doom patrol so that's how he meets them like basically what there's going on in the, ep- in the season so far is that raven has got to passed around to like everybody like she was with dick one episode with robin one episode she was with Starfire another episode and then uh they stuck her in a convent who thought she was like pure evil because she thought of the devil and then beast boy was like well you need to come with me go to the doom patrol because they help people you know like us you know and she goes there, and it doesn't work out, and Raven, and Starfire, and Robin, they get ready to almost fight the Doom Patrol, but they don't really go there. And then, that, so now the team is, you know, complete. You know, you have the four-man squad, and just ride around and stuff. So, pretty cool. I'm pretty sure they, and it basically was a Doom Patrol pilot, because they're going to make a Doom Patrol showdown the, the whole time. It did, it was kind of funny, because the Doom Patrol, I was like, damn, this reminds me of something. And I remember, it reminds me of the X-Men. And I just remember Yeah, the Doom Patrol predate the X-Men. A lot of people, you know, saying that Stan Lee might have ripped off the Doom Patrol to make the X-Men, you know, or whatever. So even even their main guy is in a wheelchair. You know, (laughs) so that's the thing. So pretty cool show. And that's the thing I like about the show, because they don't just dump the entire season at you at one time. You watch an episode and you got a week to let it marinate till you get to the next episode. Matter of fact, this episode right here was written by Jeff Johns. You know, and you could tell because they had those like little... You know tweets that only a comic book fan would know. You know, so that's the cool thing about that one. Uh, that being said, let's move on to something else. Let's move on to move on to Bad Boys. Okay, we've been we've been talking about well not us, but they've been talking about this movie forever. Bad Boys Three was supposed to been released back in two thousand sixteen. You know, back when Wonder Woman or whenever that came out. So it's supposed to be released then, wasn't released. But now Will Smith and Martin Lawrence has actually put out an Instagram post saying it's officially been announced they uh said they're filming it right now they even put out a release date i think they said it's uh january 17th maybe 2020 i think not 100 sure i think that's what it is uh january basically means they don't give a shit about this movie january is when you put your dumping ground movies in. no one cares about january so they don't put much effort into this movie my thing is that the movie's called bad boys but both of the lead actors are 50 years old <laughs> so I mean, you combine age to like hundred three. So why are they still bad boys? This is like no. And then they showed a funny picture like a bad boys one and bad boys three were there now. Like it's a complete. You can tell there's about a twenty year difference in between these two movies. So, so hopefully Will Smith isn't doing the same thing he was doing back in the nineties where he's like a bachelors like that because that's not cool when you're fifty years old. You know, maybe they'll address the age like they did in *Lethal Weapon* four. You know, okay. Yeah, but for those that don't care about you know Will Smith or you know Martin Lawrence, cough Eli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a lodging in my throat. So uh, my, another thing about Bad Boys that it was actually the starting of you know the rising of Michael Bay. You know because he originally did well, that, both of those movies. That is true. Yeah, so basically that's kind of got started. He had Bad Boys, he had the Rock and the basement, with the Transformers. So that's kind of got he got to start also. Funny thing about it. There's a shot that Michael Bay keeps reusing over and over again. He reused it in Bad Boys 1. He reused it in The Island. And he reused it in the first Transformers movie. He, he loves to recycle shit. He just That's just bad. That's just Michael Bay for you. So it's kind of curious to see if Michael Bay comes back for the third movie. You know, and, and renew it. I think he would have to because he did bring a certain, he brought a certain Michael Bay style to him. And that's the thing about Michael Bay is that he has a style. If somebody else tries to recreate his style. It just doesn't come off the same way. So, you know, hopefully he comes back and, you know, make the movie and they'll do it and finally get it out there and they'll do a bad Boys three to make a bad Boys four. It's just
2: constantly moving the camera while guys are
1: walking in slow motion. That's true. But nobody can do it like Michael Bay, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they they just have to shoot it in Florida or whatever. (laughs) Right. In Miami like they did before. Uh, Some more sad news. uh, The Wachowskis. Uh, The Wachowskis. yeah. Yeah. They have closed their studio doors. And it's rumors that they're probably going to retire from filmmaking. It's it's sad. I mean, we had so much high hopes for the Wachowskis. But those who don't know who Wachowskis are, they they made The Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Speed Racer. I like Speed Racer. Everybody I hated it. Speed Racer. I like Speed
2: Racer. I thought it was a little long. I mean, for my kid, my kid liked it, but he could never make it through it.
1: I thought the movie was a little too bright for me. Uh, His Yeah here's the thing when that movie came out i I had it on on blu-ray right and one day i got hit in the face with a basketball so i couldn't really see bright lights for a while and so i just sat at home because i like i couldn't see anything and anytime that movie i started playing i started getting headaches from it because it was so bright okay yeah you know so until my eyes healed and then i could watch the movie again so that's the only thing about it that's just my personal opinion but other than that i feel like people say anime can't work in hollywood i say hey b-race of work kind
2: of visually yeah they they had a very visually you know interesting style um i guess it, it all came down to their subject matter i mean i love the matrix all three Man, i don't give a fuck i love all them the matrix movies okay that, so so
1: you don't yep. subscribe to the notion that they are one hit wonders
2: um but i can't get in well yeah because i haven't really liked anything as much is that I love like Bow.
1: Jupiter Ascending and
2: yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, that movie sucks. I don't think really <laughs> shit. I couldn't. I couldn't hang with that shit. That was a bad. That was bad. And I never saw that other one they did with the the really long one with, with Tom Hanks and Halle Berry where it's time jumping through shit and
1: oh, I can't they, even remember they, what they it's it called. Cl- Cloud Atlas, I think.
2: Something. Yeah, I, that just sounded like a big chore to watch, and I just never got around to watching it. And so, but um. But yeah, I, but I love the Matrix movies, and I'm sure they they got great ideas. I just think uh, people just can't hang with them, you know. Like I couldn't hang with Cloud Atlas. I don't give a shit how great the idea was or <laughs> or what
1: they were trying to say. Okay, well here's the thing: they they wrote uh they wrote V for Vendetta.
2: They did. They didn't yeah.
1: direct it. Director was uh. McTeague or whatever yeah, he's he, McTeague or something. Yeah, yeah. but that he movie was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that movie. And yeah. Matter of fact, hell, we're, we're, today is November fifth. Even though we're going to be doing this later so oh yeah, oh no
2: shit, yeah, oh, yeah. Damn.
1: Remember, remember the fifth of November. So yeah, there
2: you go. Guy Fawkes,
1: motherfuckers. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, Guy Fawkes Day. So yeah, so that movie was awesome. Even though I give him credit for writing, but you can't give him credit for directing. So can you really say it was a Wachowski movie? I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they have a stamp on it because you had uh, what's the dude's name, Agent Smith.
1: Yeah, um, he he, bleeded, he yeah. was
2: in it. I mean, there was elements to that. I think they they have a, like a little bit of a stamp on it, but they didn't direct it. And um, but the movies they do direct, they they do have a, vis- they're very visually interesting. Like I I, I think uh, uh, what's that shit? With, ah, what's it guy? I forgot already. The shitty movie we were just talking about.
1: <laughs> Which one? We just talked about all the Wachowski movies. <laughs> the, the Jupiter, Jupiter whatever the fuck. Okay, yeah, that shit.
2: That, like, it movie sucked, but, like, it was full of cool shit. Like, it looked cool, you know?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's sad because they, they were, other than Speed Racer and they they weren't make re, they they weren't doing remakes they were just kind of you know
1: well that was they, i mean because bit. they came in the 90s and the 90s weren't you know remake obsessed yet they were like what what new movies do we have you know let's crank and out And I
2: guess stuff. you can say yeah like the matrix was an amalgamum of kung fu and gunplay and dragon ball z and superheroes i mean you can it say was the same a,
1: thing about star wars
2: yeah, it was a yeah it was a comic book movie before comic book movies were cool, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it was still original because it was a, a basically a blender of, you know, existing yeah. genres. I mean, it was basically them trying to make an anime movie. Because basically, Matrix was really influenced by anime.
2: Yeah, they basically showed the, I think, Joe Silver, some anime and said, we want to make that. Yeah. Real life and whatever. And uh, I don't know what anime it was. Maybe it was Dragon Ball Z. I, so I we think want it was...
1: Ghost in the Shell, they said Ghost in the Shell was a big influence.
2: Yeah, that and yeah, Terminator, like all that sci-fi shit. They just blended all these genres together yeah. and out came the Matrix.
1: Matrix and, was uh, super I mean, uh Neo was Superman. Basically. You know. Yeah. The one, uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Or Buddha or whatever. I mean, it yeah. was so many religious yeah. It's so Yeah. So that's my thing. I Matrix, I love Matrix. Awesome. Here's the thing about Matrix Reloaded. If you cut out the Zion bullshit in the beginning, that movie was fucking awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I think it might have been better than the first if you could out that Zion bullshit. You know, where they had the the orgy, you know. The orgy. For, for no real, like, I, why are they have an no orgy? Okay.
2: See, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, I understand. I understand people's deal with it. They, you know, it, it it kind of came out of nowhere. And it kind of, like, was directed in a way where it was a little cringy and laughable. But I get why it's there. I get, like, this is... Humanity being human, celebrating life. I get the idea behind it. It's just the execution of it was a little laughable. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> a big giant orgy, techno orgy. Right, and...
1: <laughs> they were saying techno music playing in the background. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know. But I get it. it's just humans being humans. What what you know? Humans being humans doing the thing, celebrating life. You know, through music and you know if if you. If you had a chance to do what you wanted to do, you'd probably have a party, you know.
1: <laughs> That's true. I, I, I probably would have a huge orgy. Also, I just yeah, thought it was just weird in a movie. You yeah, know? <laughs>
2: and that—that that was just that was just the idea of this is these are humans being alive, juxtaposed to the machines that aren't alive, you but know, that don't food. have that don't have freedom. That don't have, uh, you know, <laughs> free, yeah, orgies or free will. I mean, you right. push a button, the machine will do what it, what it, what it's told to. Humans have free will. So I'm go I'm going down the Matrix hole. I'm gonna I'm gonna start analyzing the fuck out of it, and okay. philosophizing. So fuck it. But yeah, <laughs> but that's
1: why I like them shits. <laughs> oh, but come on, Eli, we we gotta admit the third one sucked. Come on. Hey, I.
2: I thought that I thought that lad Su- the the Goku Superman fight okay, at the end. Okay, yes, the Dragon Ball dope. Z
1: fight at the end was fucking awesome. I'm that's the best <laughs> Dragon Ball Z fight I've seen since Man of Steel. Is
2: that the is that the one where where we where, where uh that's the one where uh, Trinity goes to the club and pulls the gun out on everybody? Yeah. Like they all pull <laughs> <laughs> That was dope. Oh. <laughs> I was
1: Honestly, the only thing I like was the Dragon Ball Z fight at the end. It was like, 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 okay, this is worth it alone to go see this movie. You just got to wait to get to that point, you know.
2: That was like one of my favorite scenes and all. Like, Trinity's like, I "Had enough of this shit!" It kicks the guns, <laughs> and everybody pulls guns out on each other.
1: <laughs> oh, man, yeah, the Matrix. So yeah, so we're not gonna get another Matrix if anybody's worried about that. They've been. Painting at it, Keanu Reeves been kind of flirting with it a little bit.
2: They that even said like Michael B. Jordan was gonna be the like, one in some kind of yeah. reboot something. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's it's completely dead. Plus, Keanu Reeves got another franchise anyway. Oh yeah, he he, he doesn't care. So <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. Rest in peace to the Matrix. So who knows what happens next? Oh, uh, dude. Let me say, can we get to move to the bitch game section? Ah, uh, sh- oh shit! Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Crank it I knew it was yeah. something we were missing. Yeah, crank it we better, better we, get that's some that's clicks. We need to take notes.
2: <laughs> yeah, we gonna get some clicks by just having Walking Dead on our, <laughs> <in> our description.
1: <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, I'm going to let you handle that because I know I've never seen an episode of Walking Dead.
2: Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so Walking Dead, Rick Grimes' final episode was last night. Um, fans have known this for a while. We all knew... This was going to be his last season. Then a couple weeks ago, they said he had two more episodes. They're like, oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, I watched it. And i am should I spoil it? Fuck it.
1: Fuck it. Everybody, a, everybody's a, you, seen you, it already. So.
2: You, ain't, you you don't watch it, so you don't care. I've never so. seen it. So. And plus, so, it's
1: already been spoiled from online anyway.
2: Yeah, so fuck it. Spoilers, if you don't want to hear this, three, two, one. Rick did not die.
1: What? Um, it, okay, yeah. I already I already did.
2: <laughs> no, he did not. Oh, okay. Got, it, it was a big misdirection. He got fucked up, and we all and he was dying. We all thought he was gonna die, but at the end, he was saved. There's been this mis- There's been this uh, subplot been going on where there's been a helicopter flying around. People been seeing a helicopter flying around uh, for a while now. We uh, we don't know what it is. We don't know where they're from. Um, It was revealed last episode that the what's her face, the trash lady, I can't remember her name, is in cahoots with them. Um, And the helicopter, you know, we thought Rick was dead and he was dying. He was left for dead. But then the helicopter came and picked him up and whisked him away. So we don't know where he's going, um, but he did survive. He is not dead. And it was announced um, right afterwards, on the Talking Dead, you know, where they talk sh- the 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 TV podcast about the Walking Dead that Chris Hardwick uh, hosts, they announced that um, Rick Grot like the character, is good. He's he's done with the show, but AMC is are going to start producing a trilogy of movies
1: now with okay, Rick Grant. So they're going to be on ABC, I mean, AMC. So.
2: Yeah, I okay. think they're going to yeah original AMC films with Rick Grimes. So he's done with the show, but he's gonna be doing these movies now.
1: So let me ask you this. Does AMC do original movies? Is that a thing?
2: Um have they done I don't know. I know they do a bunch of shows. I don't know okay. if they've done movies yet.
1: Okay, so this is like a like a the first thing for them to do this? Maybe. Huh.
2: Maybe. I mean yeah. if if
1: it is that would make sense, you know.
2: Yeah. Um but all I know is the episode was awesome. It was a great fucking episode. Actually, this new season has been really good. Um, uh, and then last week, I kind of called it. I was like, uh, I bet whatever's going to happen to Rick is going to happen in the one episode. And then the, his last will be a tribute. And that's kind of what happened. Um, and I thought, but I thought, like, we all did. Like, we thought he was going to die. and It was going to be this emotional, you know... The send off and all that shit. But then right at the end, last shot of the movie or last shot of the episode, he's in the helicopter being flown away, uh, nice. still alive, still breathing. So so, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, I, I, I've been a fan of the comics for a while um, and I always complain that the show is not as cool as the comics, um, but it's still as far as horror, it's one of the better shows on tv i think you know when i think about all the shows that are on it's still pretty cool and for a horror fan it's gory it's got some of the coolest effects zombie effects ever you got greg nicotero you know who cut his teeth with george romero and evil dead movies back in the 80s he's directing these shows now and yeah i'm still on they stay they still have not lost me yet um yeah so it was a cool episode yeah rick is still alive he's still with us so
1: okay so yeah that caught me on guard. i thought for sure somebody said r.i.p or whatever i think some people was it an ambiguous ending no okay he,
2: like it looked like he died like he, he you know it looked like he was dead and everyone saw him die like they, he blew up a bridge and he was already bleeding out because he got fucked up and he was already wounded and then, um, the, everybody saw him, Michonne and Daryl, they all saw this big explosion. They all thought he died. They were all crying. They all ran on. I mean, there was a big old herd of zombies coming anyway. So they all had to skedaddle out of there and they pretty much left him for dead thinking he was dead. But then the helicopter came and, uh, and got him. He was, they, they showed a shot where he's like sitting on the, the the bank of the river, still clinging to life. And, the. Uh, Folks on the helicopter grabbed him and the last shot was him in the helicopter on a gurney.
1: Nice. So okay.
2: Being oh. being transported to we don't know where. And then it time jumps. Wow. Like the last okay. the last bit of the like the last 5 minutes of the episode, it time jumped. Like I don't know, 5 years into the future and we see baby Sophia um she's the her his daughter who was a baby now she's like, it looks like she's like ten years old or whatever. Okay. She's wearing his hat. She's got his fucking revolver. She's got a sword, like Michonne, and she looks like a little badass. And they're introducing the Whisperers, which is a really cool story arc. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, it, it's it's still cool. I'm still on it. I'm still watching it. I still enjoy it for the most part. It's not as cool as the comics, of course, but as for for TV and uh, horror. It's cool.
1: So. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. Walking Dead. Uh, Yeah, if you like it, I'm pretty sure anybody, a fan, has already seen this. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe one day I'll sit down and just do a marathon. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, we can talk about the video game section now. We can move to it. Uh, a whole lot happened, I guess. Uh, Nintendo released that they have the Switch version of Super Smash Bros. coming out, which everybody has been waiting for. A lot of times people will go out and buy a Nintendo system just to play Smash Bros. And that's it. Uh,
2: now i've never played that game is that like what? a fighting
1: game some it depends on who you ask i would <laughs> say no okay but the uh, seventy thousand streamers at evo since it's the number one fighting game tournament entry on there, would say yes so it's a huge following some people take it serious some people take it more seriously than street fighter or tekken or so Calibur. like that's that's their game you know they get super serious they get meta with it they know glitches and stuff you know and they say this game from what i'm saying they're saying there's so many characters in the game it's 74 characters in the game okay. why the fuck you need that many in a fighting game i don't know and then it says even more characters you can call in to do assists and stuff like that uh like plants to eat people and, and bombs and shy guys and whatever the fuck you know, nintendo's got going on uh, another good thing well, another thing that for a first in this one is that it actually has a story mode uh, Smash Brothers for all the years they made these games never had a story mode so they did they have one so I actually watched uh, the trailer of it to see what was going on cool animation and stuff like that and for some reason everybody died okay I don't know what the fuck happened it's like a big beam, beam came out of nowhere and everybody died except one person that was Kirby <laughs> and the only reason Kirby lived because the guy that made the trailer said that was their favorite character so, so the story mode is you playing as Kirby, going through the world, doing something. I don't know. So, I don't know. Like I said, my nephew's probably going to crazy over it. He loves, loves Smash Brothers, so I'm going to, you know, get it for him, stuff like that. Smash Brothers is going to be a huge hit. And once it comes out, Switch is going to sell left and right. So that's what everybody's been waiting for. Uh, Moving past that. Oh, some quick news. Also, for those that have heard about, that want to play Destiny 2, but don't have Destiny 2. If you have a PC, it is free on PC. It's free on Battle.net or Battle.net, something. I don't know it. Look it up. It's there. It'll be free, I think, until the 18th. So if you download it, you get the game. That's it. Keep in mind, this is the base game. you don't get all that DLC, the stuff that's kind of required for the game to play. So, yeah, it's kind of a, they kind of want you to buy the other stuff to go with it. But, hey, free is free. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so might as well get it while you got the chance uh last thing i want to talk about in the video game section we have the place we talked about the playstation classic and now playstation has actually listed games that will be on there so now we know the full list of the 20 games is going to be on that's going to be released for december 3rd when it comes out and i'm going to go ahead and release them for you so if you remember these games i'm going to dig up some nostalgia for you uh we have battle arena Toshinden, which is actually a pretty cool game cool borders 2 it's a pretty cool game destruction derby pretty cool uh final fantasy 7 grand theft auto grand theft auto one do not fall for the trap it's not three the one everybody remembers it's the old 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 shit (laughs) where it looked like uh
2: look like like pong
1: right it was like (laughs) top down yeah that grand theft auto so don't fall for the trap uh intelligent cube oh i love this game i love intelligent cube i I think you play the game all the time uh jumping flash uh metal Gear solid uh, for some people, they they bought a PlayStation just to play that game. So yeah, I can mean, uh,
2: That was the that was the one with the 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 psychic dude. Yeah, the, yeah. The uh, rich, the Cyber was, Ninja, or Psycho
1: Mantis. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Gray Wolf, the psychic. Yeah, awesome game. And yeah, that was honest, dope. That was. And to be honest with you, for those that are fans of Metal Gear Solid, all the other games, all the other games are just remakes of this game, just with better graphics. They just do the same shit over and over again same layout same everything so yeah get your hands if you haven't played Metal Gear solid that's your chance to play it uh number uh well not number uh mr driller don't know what the hell it is odd world abe's odyssey heard of and never played it raymond heard of and never played it uh resident evil director's cut so okay ego. yeah uh revelations persona i don't know what that is ridge racer type four why the fuck didn't put gran turismo on here i don't know um Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. No. Uh, Siphon Filter, which was a Metal Gear ripoff. Nobody played that shit. Uh, Tekken 3. Some. Oh, there you go. Yeah, some people bought a PlayStation just to play Tekken 3. I know I played the fuck out of that game. That's yeah. just me. Eddie Goro. Eddie Goro. <laughs> now, for anybody that says Eddie Goro is cheap or uh, OP or overpowered, you suck at Tekken. I'm, I hate to break that to you. <laughs> <laughs> you just do. He's easy to beat. I'm going to tell yeah. you, I'm, I'm going to give you a pro tip. I should charge you for this, but I'm going to give you a pro tip. All you have to do is, well, one thing block low and jump yeah. and keep your distance. He can't block when he's doing all that spinny, whiny, tiny bullshit. If you fucking play as Lei
2: Wu Long like I did, yeah. you do that charge. Yeah. And you, you wreck whatever the fuck he was doing.
1: Yeah, all you got to do is like flip away. Uh, yeah, I beat I, everything he does.
2: Yeah, I had my combo for Wu Law. I'd charge, fuck him up, like, you know, you, how you knock him down. And then I'd do that spin thing where he, like, does that break dance, low sweep and kick where he'd kick you up in the air. And then he'd do that other aerial kick. And then I'd switch to steak style and go ta-ta-ta-ta-ta.
1: And, 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 and that was it. That and that was, was it. it. He was dead. <laughs> I used to get Paul Phoenix. I used to be Eddie so fast. What I used to do, because Paul Penny, you know, he had that, that, that punch, that lunging punch. You catch Eddie and anyone who stands is half his life gone. But here's what I used to do: I used to do fancy shit. I would do like a quick uppercut. And if you were dumb enough to bounce off the ground real quick, I'm already charging up my unblockable move. If, if you wake up, I'm catching you with it. You're dead in two seconds or less.
2: Oh, the, like the, for, for noobs, it was always Brian Fury. That
1: guy with the... Yeah. Or Brian Fear. Brian Fear would eat him alive also. So, yeah. If if you play as Eddie Gordo, you suck. Sorry. (laughs) Super super easy to beat. Uh, What else we got? Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six. Uh, Twisted Metal. Actually, Twisted Metal was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. And Wild Arms, whatever the fuck that was. I don't
0: know.
2: Oh, did you say Crash Bandicoot?
1: I did not say Crash Bandicoot. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> like game, that's what I'm saying. Crash Bandicoot, Gran Turismo, the stuff we used to actually play on there. Isn't
2: that you know, isn't that like the PlayStation Mario?
1: <laughs> right. Well, they pushed it. Play. Nobody really cared about Crash Bandicoot. They or was it the Spy-
2: the- Spyro the Dragon or what?
1: <laughs> Yeah, no Spyros on there. So yeah, so that's the stuff. what was that? What was that raccoon? One?
2: Sly Cooper? Oh shit.
1: Yeah. They what about had- any
2: of the Tomb Raider? Did you say Tomb Raider?
1: No, no Tomb Raider. Well, what the fuck? right so <laughs> what the fuck are you doing playstation oh <laughs> uh, yeah so that being said can we move on to the uh oh yeah let's move on to the next section like i said this is the bread and butter uh the part that pays the bills this is the comic book section and we're just gonna just leap right into it uh eli am i going first you going first
2: uh you probably got more than i do
1: i got okay i got first so uh, let's go let's see what we got let's go with uh let's go with heroes in crisis okay That seemed to be the big. That's the one I was most anticipating this week to begin with. So basically, how uh, heroes? Wait, did you read this one?
2: I haven't read that one yet. Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, So basically, how the book starts off? We have uh, the 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 Trinity, you know, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman uh, doing an autopsy on Steel, Uh, Commander Steel, one of the guys that got killed in Sanctuary because they don't know who killed it. And Superman and Wonder Woman just basically asking Batman, "Okay, Batman, stop doing it. Who killed him? We know you know who killed him because you're Batman. Who killed him?" And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what the fuck you don't know? You're Batman. I mean, we know that you kept uh, hidden recorded tapes on here. And you videotaped every single thing that happened because you wanted to know everybody's weaknesses. We know, just like I know you got kryptonite in your belt right now, Batman. Like, first off, I didn't record everybody. Second, I don't have kryptonite in my uh, belt right now. The reason I didn't record everybody, because I was a patient here also. I didn't want anybody to know what I was doing here. So, I didn't record anybody. And so... So they keep going back and forth and they don't know and then they get this word and they get this tip that Harley is hiding out in the Iceberg Lounge. You know, the Iceberg Lounge that Penguin Penguin has. So they go shoot down to Harley and see what the hell's going on because she's like the one of the only people that still, you know, that survived Sanctuary. So they go there and they see Harley and, like, and Batman's like, we got you, Harley. You're not going anywhere. And Harley's like, I wasn't trying to go anywhere. I came here on purpose so you could come find me. I know the Penguin was going to tell everybody I was here. So I, that's why I wanted to see you guys. And Wonder Woman's just like, okay, Harley, what happened to Sanctuary? And Harley just runs in Wonder Woman's arms. like, Wonder Woman, it was horrible. Uh, everybody died. And Booster Gold killed everybody. Like, he just went nuts and, just, and I barely escaped with my life. But don't worry, uh, I killed Booster for what he did. And, and she was like, the reason I called you here because I want to make sure you know that before we started fighting. And she like, and as soon as she says that, Harley grabs Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. And then, you know, kicks her in the face. Now, but those wondering how the hell Harley can kick Wonder the face, if you haven't paid attention, they've actually powered down Wonder Woman. So she's no longer Superman level. She's like Captain America level now. But like I said, Harley does it so quick that she's able to get Wonder Woman's lasso off of her. Batman's like, Superman, stay back. Do not do that because if you rush her, you're going to take this whole building down because you you know, you know can't hold your strength. I'll take her. I, I got her. So Batman tries to catch Harley and Harley starts kicking his ass. And Superman just had his arm folded just sitting back like, you sure you got a Batman? You sure? You know. And then, all of a sudden, ba- uh, Harley takes the uh, lasso of the truth, wraps it around Batman's neck. And Superman's like, okay, I'm, st- I'm tired of this. I'm going to go get her. And one of them, like, step back, because by the time you get there, Harley would have broken Batman's neck by now. Uh, so, And uh, Harley's like, okay, Batman, I got the lasso of the truth around you right now. So what do you have on you to take down Superman? And, and Batman, you know, if you had the uh, lasso of the truth on him, uh, I got kryptonite on me in my bat belt, right left pocket. It's got lead. He can't see it. And she's like, "Oh, thanks." So she takes the kryptonite and throws it at Superman. You know, so she basically takes out the Trinity by herself and leaves. And Superman's looking around. He's like, "Damn, she's fast." I see why she whipped your ass, Batman. <laughs> she's just as good as you are. And Batman's like, "What the hell you mean? She's just as good as me?" And then one of them like, "Both of you, shut the fuck up." Find out what's going on now. While they're doing that, let's cut back to Booster Gold. Booster Gold's is actually not dead uh he was bleeding out but his like robot butler skeets comes in and heals him and tells him what was going on and he was like okay everybody thinks i killed everybody in sanctuary but i don't think i did and skeets like so why don't you just turn yourself into the trinity and maybe they'll get this figured out He's like i could do that but at the same time what would batman do that's what he thinks is he always says what would batman do in a situation batman will try to solve the crime so that's what i'm gonna do so i'm gonna try to cause all the crime so what he does he goes and finds the flash flash is beating up one of his rose Gallery. the samurai would have liked that and he asks flash uh flash so what have y'all found in an autopsy yet flash like what autopsy what are you talking about the autopsy you know what everybody's dead you know with uh roy harper and you know uh commander steel and wally and he's like wait what did you say and so he speeds off and he's like and Booster was like, what, where'd he go, Skeets? And, like, Skeets is like, "Uh, well, he's the fastest man in the world. So, first off, he went to see whether or not Wally was actually dead, like you said. And he wants to know if you had anything to do with it. And he should be back right about now. And they see Flash running back. And Flash, like, running directly at Booster Gold with tears in his eyes. Punches the shit out of him, asking him, what the fuck did you do? You know, cut back to the Trinity, where I think he got the ass whipped by Harley. And Superman's like, He uses telescopic vision, and they're like, "Wait, Superman, what do you see?" He's like, "Barry, no!" And he just speeds off, and that's it, you know. And then we cut back to Harley, and we figure out why Harley is flipping out so much because Poison Ivy was also in Sanctuary, and she's like mourning Harley's death. I mean, mourning Poison Ivy's death. For those that don't know Harley and Poison Ivy's relationship, go watch the '90s cartoon. I won't say what happened, but it's clearly spelled out how their relationship works in there. So. Yeah, that's the book. Uh pretty cool. Uh Harley is being a badass, beating the fuck out of people again. I thought that's pretty cool. Another, you know, awesome story by Tom King. Uh, give it a four point five out of five. Pretty entertaining story. So yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Alright. Well, I guess I'll go with uh I basically it was free com or it was free comic book day on Halloween. New comic book day, free comic book day on Halloween. So um, like I said I'm going through horror Halloween Withdrawals And I got to read Witches, Bad Egg Halloween One Shot I heard about that one Yes, finally Scott Snyder is back to writing horror uh, After You know Writing all these superhero stories About multiverses colliding with each other And shit like that he uh, giving he's back me a migraine to- Yeah <laughs> <laughs> now I've been waiting for this for a while. Cause I love the first witches books. Um, Scott Snyder's like he's this horror comic kind of refreshing, unique take on uh, witchcraft. These witches are basically underground monsters that live inside trees and these in in, in the forests and they feed on children and shit. Um, and Scott Snyder, you know, he he's uh, uh, he, it's like a few years ago, this book came out and it was really cool. And it's basically the first story was about this family that moves to this new town where they found out that everyone in the town belongs to this like psycho murder cult who worships these monsters or witches and they sacrifice their kids, which they called pledge. You pledge them, they are pledging them to these creatures in exchange for like these medicines and herbs that cure diseases and gives them long life. Um, It was a great book. Um, they've been talking about doing a sequel for a while. They're actually making a movie. Uh, The the rights have been sold to a movie. So that's going to happen. Yeah, Um, But, you know, it's been a while since we've heard from this story. And finally, um, on Halloween, a a Halloween special one-shot called Bad Egg was released. So it was kind of a treat. It was kind of a cool treat, uh, especially for fans of this book. Um, And now this book is basically, it's a prequel, And it's about this kid named Sebastian. And he's from this long line of witch hunters called the Irons. And they've been slaying these monsters in the cult who worship them for, you know, the past hundred years. And um, this kid, he's like 11 years old. His mom is like training him how to be a hunter. And he gets his first mission, which is to like spy on this family of of cult, of cultists. And uh, he ends up befriending the son and their parents the kid's parents are prepping him to be sacrificed to the, to the witches. Um, So he's basically there to, you know, Sebastian's there to get intel on the family, get intel on the kid. But, you know, problems start to arise when Sebastian actually becomes friends. He actually becomes friends with them. He actually starts liking the kid and wants to help him. And um, so that's basically the, the, the dramatic tension of the story Um, it's written really well, uh, it's, it's told, the whole story's told in Sebastian's point of view, he narrates it, um, and he really likes this kid and wants to help him. Um, there's this one dinner scene where Sebastian is sitting down with the kid and his family, and, um, it's like one of the most intense horror scenes in recent memory to rival even most horror movies these days. Uh, Sebastian is eating dinner with the kid and his parents and he starts recognizing all the, uh, all the, his, the parents giving cues and signs that he was taught to look out for, you know? So it's a really, really intense scene. The book is really cool. Like I said, it's a prequel. Um, it, I think the only gripe I have is that I think it, it, uh, it, it tends to explain over explain all the details, which I think kind of takes away from the mystery, but it's still pretty cool. It still adds to the the overall mythology. It, it's expanding on this world, which is really cool. Um, the art is great. Jock is back doing art, gives it that abstract, unsettling. Yeah,
1: that guy's all over the place.
2: Yeah, creepy style, which adds to the, you know, the dark atmosphere of the book. So, I mean, like I said, I love this. Love the first book. This this was really cool. It's a, it was a it's a one shot, but it was like eighty pages. <laughs> so so 80. it was almost like yeah, it was yeah, almost like, like a another novel. Yeah, yeah, it was almost like another trade. So really cool. Um, I, it's one of the most original horror ideas in the genre right now, I think. So yeah, it's it's the fine is the, the perfect treat to to tide fans over for the uh, the sequel that's supposed to be coming. So I give it a shit four point five out of five. Um, I wrote a review for Outright Geekery, so you can check out. I go into more detail in the review about it. Um, so yeah, witches, bad egg, pretty dope.
1: Nice. Okay. Uh, next book I'm gonna review is uh, what name of the book Justice League slash Aquaman Drowned Earth number one or oh, Drowned Earth special number one? Yeah. I think I, said I read right. this. Okay, you read this. Cool. Okay, you can help me out if I fuck up something. So, basically how the book starts off, that the Earth is being invaded by aliens again. Uh, the complete eastern seaboard has been completely flooded. Uh, and again. Not just, yeah, again. <laughs> you got Gotham swallowed up. You got Metropolis swallowed up. And anybody that touches this water that is flooding you know, the Earth uh, gets turned into fish zombies. So, everybody in Gotham is going that way. Everybody's in uh, Metropolis is going that way. And Superman just looks up and he sees Metropolis flooded. He did everything he could to try to stop it get flooded, but it's not happening. Batman is telling him that he senses some kind of uh, life form out in the ocean right now that is actually putting like millions of gallons out of its mouth. And Superman's so pissed, he just flies right there. He like, take me to it, you know. So, he sees the monster. And Flash shows up also. He tells him... He tells Superman that you can't touch the monster. If you touch the monster or you touch the water, you return to a fish zombie just like everybody else will. So Superman pretty much uses every attack that he can use on the monster without actually physically touching him. But while he's doing that, uh, the one of the master, the the monster's master shows up. Like one of the, the ocean guys just pops out of the water out of nowhere. He's like, this is my pet Kraken that I call the Flood. I use him to, you know, basically attack and invade Earth and stuff like that. And Superman sees him, he was like, call your monster off, or I'm going to take you out. And the ocean god just grabs Superman by the throat. Superman can't even break his hole. He just grabs him by throat, he's like, you know, stop fucking talking to me. And whatever he's doing, he starts draining like the solar energy out of Superman, If everybody knows anything about Superman, that, you know, pretty much drains his power. You know? No. And he's damn about to kill him, so right before he's about to kill him, he gets ready to throw uh, Superman into the water, turn into a fish zombie, but Flash grabs him at the right time. But, of course, Flash has been infected also. So, eventually, he's going to to a fish monster also. But at least he's able to save, you know, Superman from that. So, basically, Flash, Superman, off the table. Nothing with them. Cut back to Aquaman. He's on some other alien planet, you know, chained up. And then he realized that the reason the ocean gods are flooding, you know, attacking Earth right now, because Poseidon had kept him at bay in prison the entire time. But when Cheetah had slit his throat and killed him, that freed the ocean guys to invade Earth, which they've been trying to do, like, a thousand years ago. And then he realized the reason they're doing it now is because, and then all of a sudden Black Manta shows up. And then he realized that the Legion of Doom made a made a deal with the ocean gods to take over the planet. You know. Assholes. Right. He was like, I knew y'all fucked up, but I didn't think <laughs> I would like give, you know, turn over the planet to other people. And then one of the ocean guys that are there holding Aquaman hostage, he shows what's going on down in Atlantis right now. So everybody in Atlantis has been turned into fish zombies also. Except for Mira, who's using like her hydrokinesis, whatever, to keep the water from touching her, and Ocean Master, who she freed from jail to help her also. And so Aquaman, you know, uses his his telepathic power, because people forget that Aquaman is a telepath also. He uses telepathic power to kind of like talk to Mira, like, Mira, this is what's going on, get the hell out of there, do what you can. And she runs, and they actually use this, and she has this uh, this thing called the Tear of Extinction, which the Ocean Gods were looking for to begin with, and they're trying, they went to Atlantis to get it from her. So, but the ocean, but it, the whole thing was a trap. The ocean gods wanted Aquaman to use his telepathic power at his at his heightest, at his height and his most, you know, stressfulness, so they could take the power away from him. And when they took the power away from him, you know his, his talking to fish power, they gave it to Black Manta. So now Black Manta has the power that Aquaman had. He's like, you had all this power into you, and you use it to talk to a fish. You know, and then slapped <laughs> the fuck out of him. You know, and so uh and yeah that's what happens batman is trapped in the hall of justice the hall of justice is underwater under the flood but it's like sealed in but it's on the matter of time before it caves in too, and batman's gonna be turned into a, a fish zombie too uh in the last panel we see wonder woman attacking a boat
0: okay. yeah
1: yes okay the, I the, I
2: Poseidon, really now is that the shrinking boat no because they were weren't they using like Poseidon they had Poseidon's boat in a bottle or some shit this fucking right. Scott Snyder shit he wrote well, that didn't he <laughs> well
1: Tinian wrote this but maybe some S- Snyder notes or something I guess yeah yeah so the, honestly this book is I give it a 3.5 out of 5 because it, yeah. honestly because it feels like it's a retread the throne of Atlantis which was a much better story
2: well and then plus it's like we've had like three tie-ins like this yeah. is like the fourth part the third or fourth part of the story with the tie-ins and all it is is the the earth is fi- like the earth is finally drowned like
1: right <laughs> that's, all, that's all that
2: really happened in this one cuz the earth's been getting flooded the past two tie-ins
1: right and Not this to one read those, you know
2: yeah that's what's happening the, the earth is being flooded the earth is being flooded aquaman meets the gods everyone's dealing with trying to deal with the flooded earth and evacuate people and people are turning into these uh sea zombies and shit and this one is more of the same. It's just them dealing with the shit they've been already dealing with. You know, it's kind of nothing really happens. They just kind of drag role. it
1: out as long as possible. Ocean Master yeah. shows up thinking he's going to do something. He gets yeah. turned into a fish zombie three p- yeah. pages later. It's like, so what was the point of that?
2: Yeah, the, and
1: that was like one of the tying the Aquaman tying where where Mira finds
2: Orm and it's like, hey, I need your help for Atlantis. Yes, let's go get him. And then, and then in this one, he gets turned into a, like, well, that was a big waste of time. <laughs> right? He doesn't even do shit. Yeah, he doesn't right. even do shit. So they just take Aquaman's powers away. The coolest part of this comic was the Superman shit. When he shows up and he's like, hey, I'm Superman, motherfucker. I, I, I protect this planet. You're right, my world, asshole. And then he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> that was the best part about it. So, yeah. yeah. So, honestly, I'm not really too interested in this crossover. I'm kind of – because it felt like it came out of nowhere. It felt like, you know, Scott Snyder had his storyline, you know, with the totality and the Legion of Doom doing something, something. And then it's like this storyline just came out of nowhere. Like, oh, we're in the middle of a, a crossover that's got nothing to do with what we were doing before. Yeah. Let's just get this shit out of the way so we can yeah, get back to the main story.
2: Yeah, they're just trying to, you know, sell Aquaman for the movie, right? And and bring all these other heroes and see he's part of the Justice League too, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even though he hadn't done shit either.
2: Yeah, yeah he's get yeah he, he gets his ass
1: he gets his powers taken away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we got an Aquaman that can't even talk to fish. Like, what the yeah. fuck is the point? Batman's a gimp. He's all crippled. The <laughs> <Right>. fucking... <laughs> oh <laughs> like, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I, I get like say 3.5 out of 5. Okay. I was like, yeah,
2: five bucks. And I was like, really? That's it? That's- <laughs> this is part one, really? <laughs> right. I expected
1: more, man. Come yeah. on, put some meat on this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Same here.
1: I don't know. So, yeah, right. I, I, I'll let you go. All
2: right. I got another Halloween special, Army of Darkness from uh, Dynamite. Um, this is just basically two short stories um, Evil Dead. For Evil Dead fans, Ashley Williams. He's uh, It's two Ash stories. Basically, the first one, we have Blackbeard the pirate, you know, back in the olden days of pirates in the Caribbean and all that shit. He and his uh, crew, they find the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead, and they get turned into deadites, you know, and they spend the rest of their days haunting the sea, like, zombie pirates, kind of like the Curse of the Black Pearl, you know. So fast forward to present day, and we have our trusty hero, Ash, and he's on a t- Tinder or Tumblr or what's that date site where you swipe shit. You swipe to the left. I don't left know, of,
1: but I feel like I should know.
2: Yeah, Tinder or Tumblr or whatever. He's on one of those dates, in to meet this hot chick. He ends up getting catfished by a dude. <laughs> it's
0: like,
2: wow. Um, yeah. So and the and the guy, this guy that he's meeting, he's actually trying to raise the ghost of Blackbeard, but in order to do so, he needs the blood of the chosen one, the hero of the sky. And that's Ash. So he knocks out Ash and dumps his body in the ocean and summons the uh, Blackbeard and his crew of, you know, pirate deadites, you know. And, of course, Ash comes back. You know, he, 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 he wakes up and locks and loads and slays the beasts. Uh, pretty much that's all it is. Ash comes back and kicks ass. So um, pretty simple story. And then the second story was basically same thing. Um, straightforward Halloween tale. A bunch of teenagers break into the cemetery on Halloween night and they're having a seance and they're using a Ouija board and then the, the Ouija board starts uh, spelling out the words Klatu Virata Niktu, which is, you know, Evil Dead fans would know that, that those are the words that unlock the doors to the demon world. Now, a funny fact, for those who don't know, Klatu Verrata Nikto is actually from The Day the Earth Stood Still. So it was like a homage that uh, Sam Raimi was doing in The Army of Darkness when he made those movies. So anyways, uh, deadites arise and they start attacking the teenagers. Ash shows up with his boomstick and chainsaw. Kills him. Uh, again, pretty simple, sh- straightforward, comic-strict horror tale. You know, campy and cartoony fun. Nothing more, nothing less. Evil Dead fans will love it. Um, I thought it was fine. I, I give it a three out of five. Um, you know, it wasn't nothing spectacular, but it was, you know, for Halloween, it was fun. Um, funny thing, you know, about a comic cast. This was their book of the week last week, I think it was. Okay. This was, Yeah, it was their book of the week, and none of them liked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, none I remember of them, you shitted on Gideon's Fall, and they loved that one.
2: Yeah, none of them liked this book. And like half of them ain't even seen the movies, and it was their book of the week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's okay,
2: cause Gomer called us out on, on on our box office reports for not knowing any of the movies. So, <laughs> so touche.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, we don't know the shit. I mean, <laughs> we don't pretend like we do. So, uh, okay. So, so last book I got, last book I got is gonna be uh, extermination number four. Like I said, it's the four or five series. is that X-Men thing. where We got the young teenage X-Men at the time, displaced, whatever. And, yeah, so basically what's going on right now is that uh, the X-Force with the teenage Jean-, Jean Grey have tracked down Teenage Cable. And they track down Teenage Cable, and they find the other X-Men that he's kidnapped. They, they find uh, Iceman tied up. They find Beast tied up. And they also find Mimic tied up. Mimic is an old school x-men villain to kind of mimic the old teenager's powers and he actually and angel also and to, uh, cable actually cut the wings off mimic to put him back on angel because he's saying that everything has to be put back the same way it was before because he's saying the way the teenage x-men are being in this timeline they're fucking up the timeline they're fucking up the future that whole thing about the x-men trying to avoid days future past if the teenage x-men don't go back Days of future past will not only still happen, it'll happen earlier than what it did before. The reason because if you stay in this timeline, Iceman is gonna die. So that means you're gonna go back, you're gonna go back four instead of five, and then it's gonna screw up everything. And that's why Ahab is here. Ahab knows what's going on, but he didn't have to kill Iceman. As long as Ahab is able to kill one of the five teenage X-Men. He wins, and he can change the future to whatever he wants to. So that's what that's what that's that's the reason Ahab is chasing after him. And once Cable explains like that, and Jean Grey reads his mind and let him know he's telling the truth and stuff, so, you know, they, they kind of basically all team up. You know, like, okay, we need to go save the other X-Men. Cut to uh, the X-Men's underwater base called Cerebro or something. Whatever. I don't know what it is. Uh, teenage Cyclops is passed out, but he's just not waking up because, you know, they tried to attack him. So Ahab finds the underwater sea base and he attacks the underwater sea base with his hounds, and with uh, some brainwashed X-Men like uh, Old Man Logan and Nightcrawler and probably some other guys also. I'm, I'm losing track of. So the X-Men, you know, stand their ground. They're like, okay, we're gonna attack them. And apparently Wolverine has a. You see X-23. She's there ready to attack. But Wolverine has another daughter named Honey Badger. Did you know about that? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. That's I a thing. Know. I didn't know that. So he has a Honey another, Badger. Honey, he has another younger daughter named Honey Badger. So Honey <laughs> <laughs> Honey Badger attacks, you know, uh, Ahab, but apparently one of his, you know, minions or stuff like that turns Honey Badger into one of the hounds. So she starts attacking, you know, her sister X23, you know. So they kind of fall back like we got to get back and then uh Nightcrawler tries to kill Cyclops again, but that's when teenage cable and the x-force also show up you know because they body slide over there red and they're like we're here to get reinforcements we need to get the teenage x-men out of here because if ahab even kills one of you it's over the the future is you know the future is his to do whatever he wants to and cyclops like nah fuck that he killed bloodstorm you know the vampire storm for another whatever he killed her i'm gonna kill ahab before we leave out of here so you know cyclops you know does his biggest optic beam he can you know muster you know, try to blast Ahab, the kingdom come. Ahab is like, got one good shot, so he takes his harpoon, throws it as hard as he can at Cyclops, and stabs Cyclops against the wall, and he's stuck against the wall like a TV mount. You know, blood and everything bleeding out, Cyclops is dead, and Ahab, Ahab is like, it's done. That's all I need to do. Just kill one of y'all. And then, you know, everybody else is looking shocked that Cyclops is dead. So, that's the end of the book. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. They show the uh cover of the next book, and the next book is showing like the four X Men, teenage X-Men going back in the past, and you see a hand reaching out grabbing uh, Cyclops' visor. You know what I think? Well, Mimic is gonna take Cyclops' place. Okay. That's what I think. I may be completely wrong, I may be completely right, but hey, okay, that's what I think. Overall, <laughs> I'll get the book uh, I get the book a four out of five. Just cause uh, they made a character named Honey Badger. That's <laughs> 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 uh. so, yeah, uh, shit! you got any, anything else you learn?
2: Well, I mean, just a bunch of free... Like I said, it was free comic book day. Halloween Comic Fest at, at I guess, most comic book uh, stores. So I had a bunch of free comic books that I read. Um, there was, like, some Thor shit that, from Jason Aaron's run. There was uh, some Spider-Man. There was some, uh, uh, like, a John Constantine Hellboy. Some Walking Dead shit. But, um... So one of the ones, a couple of the ones that stood out was uh, this, like anime or anime, a manga version of Frankenstein, from uh, Junji Ito. I guess he's some. He lost me there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, because I guess he's a horror anime or anime manga guy. He writes horror mangas, and he did a. This, it's like a manga version of a Frankenstein, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, um, I did. You know. Art was really cool. It was a really cool take, very gory uh, take on Frankenstein. Um, That was really cool. And and hey, I hate, I hate to, well, I guess I don't hate to admit it, but I'm pleasantly surprised that I really enjoyed this. Jughead the hunger.
1: (laughs) Jughead the hunger. Okay.
2: Jughead from Archie. Yeah. Jughead is a werewolf. (laughs) Okay. and it was really cool. It's like black and white. It's like an old like campy uh horror tale where Jughead is a werewolf and it's fucking gory. Like it shows this chick with her fucking head torn off and her guts are spilling out and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like holy shit, this is Archie? And I always joked about that shit. I always joke, you know, like John Hughes movies and all those teeny bopper shows from the eighties and shit, nine oh two one oh and the O.C. and Gossip Girl and, you know, whatever the fuck else, you know, right. you know, those shows like, you know, you know, uh, I Carly, you know, shit, my kid was like, you know, what? I, 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 I always joked. I would probably enjoy these shows if like a psycho killer was going around killing all these motherfuckers. And that's exactly what this was. <laughs> it was Archie. <laughs> shit, I don't give a fuck about a bunch of teeny, teeny boppers, you know, doing stupid shit I don't care about. But someone was going around killing them. This time it was a werewolf. And I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. And, it, and like I said, it was just one issue. Uh, it was a free, like I said, free comic book. I don't know if it was the part one, Run Like a Wolf. But I might have to go back and find the rest of the, I might go back and read the rest of this arc because it was that cool. Jug hit the hunger. Because I, the only other Jug or the only other Archie book I read was the Predator one you know? Right. <laughs> Which was cool too. I mean, the predator shows up and kills Archie in the gang. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. And I remember tr- I, you know, I, I watched one episode of Riverdale thinking, Oh yeah, the predator. Uh, okay. Yeah. The predator's not going to show up in the show. So I only watched one episode and I don't give a shit because right. I know the predator or a werewolf isn't going to show up. But <laughs> 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 But I really enjoyed Jughead: The Hunger, so I might have to go back. Hey, Gomer, if they if you got that shit, uh, uh, upload that shit. I want I want to read it.
1: <laughs> there we go. We'll review it. We we'll review that one. So <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. Jughead: The Hunger. I give it a five out of five. Just this one issue for free. Hell yeah, worth and every penny.
1: <laughs> the only perfect score we gave is a Jughead comic. So <laughs> <laughs> a free Jughead comic. <laughs> yeah. Oh so. man. Okay, so, any, so that's anything, all
2: I got. That's all
1: I got. All I got? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, we, like I said, tomorrow this is going to be – well, tomorrow is today. It will be released. Go vote. Yes. Everybody go vote so yeah. we can get out of this situation we're in right now. Uh, That being said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have a other podcasts. We have Comic Cast. It's probably going to take another shot at us again. <laughs> uh, We have this Geeks and Comics, also known as TGIC. I think I might have fucked that up. Uh, our sister podcast, Geek Savs, who are in mourning that Halloween is over. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know what the fuck to right. <laughs> talk about. Uh, damn.
1: Talk about the Avengers again. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what's going to happen Avengers 4? You know. Yeah. Uh, what do we have? Yeah, this Geeks in inca- no, uh, Instruments of Destruction, which I don't know, maybe ending? I guess? Uh, or rebranding yeah. or something? Something's happening over there. I don't know what's going to happen because the Transformers comic universe is ending. So, they're going to go through a transitional phase over there. We don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. And so, uh, Hoodoo TV and Get Valiant who are going fucking nuts because Vin Diesel posted an Instagram post of him hanging out with the creative bloodshot. So, they had a two-hour podcast talking about that. So, cool.
2: All right. Well, good for them.
1: Yeah. Good for them. Uh, That being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli.
0: Easy go, little high, little low Anywhere the wind, wind blows, blows, doesn't really let him go. No. He will not. will not let you go. Let me go. He will not let you go. Let me go. Will not let you will go. Never let me go. Oh, no, 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 no. oh mamma mia, mamma mia, mamma mia. Let me go. As the eligible has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me.